Welcome to Music Theory for Songwriters. I'm Errol Oz, and through this series, you'll develop your music theory skills in order to elevate your songwriting game to the next level. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Music Theory for Songwriters with me, your host, Errol Oz. Last couple of episodes, we were talking about whole steps, half steps, major scales, minor scales, the patterns of whole steps and half steps. We need to be able to construct these scales, and of course, the circle of fifths, and talking about the order of sharps. So today, we're going to look at stop number three on the circle of fifths, which is the key of A major and F sharp minor. Again, it is very helpful if you guys actually download a copy of the circle of fifths. It's a relatively easy thing to find just using a basic Google search. If you guys listen to this in the car for the first time, I encourage you listen to it again when you've got the visual aids in front of you. So at 12 o'clock, right at the top of the circle of fifths, we have C major and A minor. Those are what we call relative keys because they both contain all of the same pitches with no sharps or flats added to the notes. So the pattern of whole steps being whole step, whole step, half, whole, 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 half. That is the pattern of whole steps and half steps for the C major scale. For the A natural minor scale, it is whole, half, whole, whole, half, whole, whole. So now if we go to one o'clock on the circle of fifths, we have the one sharp at the top of our key signature. And if we remember our order of sharps, it is F, C, G, D, A, E, B. Little acronym you guys can use. I guess it's not really an acronym, but some kind of mnemonic device to help you remember is fat cats go down alleys eating birds. Yes, it's silly, but yes, it will help you remember this. So at stop number one, we count up a fifth from C, C, D, E, F, G. So that tells us the key with the one sharp at one o'clock, which is the key of G major or relative E minor. We've got one sharp, and since we know fat cats go down alleys eating birds, that one sharp is F sharp. So we could just plug in the letters G, A, B, C, D, E, F add the sharp, so F sharp and G. E natural minor would be E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D, E. At two o'clock, we count up a fifth from G. So G, A, B, C, D. D is stop number two on the circle of fifths. We've got two sharps, and we know that we're going to reuse the F sharp, and we're going to add the C sharp because fat cats go down alleys eating birds. So in the key of D, we have D, E, F sharp, G, a, B, C sharp, D. In the key of B minor, we've got B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B. Again, this is a B natural minor scale. There are other types of minor scales. We just haven't gotten there quite yet. Now, if we go to stop number three, by this point, you might be noticing a pattern. So if we just count up a fifth from D, we've got D, E, F sharp, G, A. A is the key with three sharps, and those three sharps are F, C, and G. F sharp, C sharp, G sharp. So the notes in the A major scale would be A, B, C sharp, D, 
E, F sharp, G sharp, A. And if you sit down at the keyboard and actually play those notes, you will notice that pattern of whole steps and half steps still totally checks out. The relative minor, let's count up to the sixth note of the A major scale, A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp. So F sharp natural minor is the key that is going to use the same letters with the same number of sharps, AKA the relative minor. So we've got F sharp, G sharp, A, B, C sharp, D, E. And that is our F sharp natural minor scale. We can repeat the same pattern by counting up a fifth from A, A, B, C sharp, D, E. And that tells us the key of E is four o'clock on the circle of fifths. We've got four sharps in the key of E. So that is F sharp, C sharp, G sharp, D sharp. So fat cats go down. Now the relative minor of E major, we count up to the sixth note, E, F sharp, G sharp, A, B, C sharp. So C sharp minor is the relative minor scale that's got the same pitches with the same number of sharps. You can repeat the same pattern to figure out B major, F sharp major, and C sharp major. Now, we don't use those keys nearly as often when we're writing on guitar because we would have to just play nothing but bar chords unless we were to use a capo. You might play a song in the key of C sharp where you finger it in the key of C, but using a capo at the first fret transposes everything up a half step. So even though it looks like C and the fingering sound like C, the actual sounding pitch would be C sharp because of where you're placing the capo. Key of B is not particularly common for the guitar either, but if you were to say write a song with fingerings in the key of G and add a capo at the fourth fret, Four frets on the guitar is two whole steps. Two whole steps above G is B. So that's another way that maybe we could write a song in the key of B by fingering it like it's in a really easy key to play, like the key of G, and then just slapping a capo on the fourth fret to transpose it to the actual sounding pitch of B. So more about capo transpositions in a later episode, but for right now, I want to go back to 12 o'clock on the circle of fifths. Now, on the left side of the circle of fifths, you guys will notice we have to start using flats instead of sharps. So when we flat a note, we lower it by a half step instead of a sharp that raises a note by a half step. So if we go backward a fifth from C, we get F. And so F is the key that has our first flat. Now, the order of flats is the order of sharps backwards. So fat cats go down alleys eating birds. If you think, okay, birds, so B is going to be our first flat. So in the key of F major, we've got F, G, A, B flat, C, D, E, F. And then if we count up to our sixth note, F, G, A, B flat, C, D. D minor is the relative minor that contains the same number of flats. It just starts on D. 
And once again, I encourage you, play through these, and you'll notice the pattern of whole steps and half steps always checks out when we start using the circle of fifths and counting the number of sharps or flats to the respective key. Here's where we start to get slightly more complicated. One way you can think about this is count back a fifth from F. You could also think of it as counting forward a fourth, because in music, uh, the math doesn't equate quite right. And if you sit down to a keyboard, you'll notice if you play, for example, C up to F, that's a fourth. If you play F up to C, that's a fifth. So fourths and fifths are what we call invertible intervals. So on the flat side of things, you can either count backward a fifth or you can count forward a fourth. Either way is going to get you the same answer. So if we count forward a fourth from F, we have F, G, A, B flat. So the key of B flat is the one that's going to have two flats. And if we think of our order of sharps backwards, our two flats are going to be B flat and E flat. So in the key of B flat, we're going to have the notes B flat, C, D, E flat, F, G, A, B flat. The relative minor, we count up to the sixth note of the scale. We have B flat, C, D, E flat, F, G. So G minor is the relative minor that also has two flats, just like the key of B flat does. So I encourage you guys, uh, you can keep going on, count up a fourth from B flat or backward a fifth. Either way, it gives you the same answer. Count up a fourth, it gives you E flat. So the key of E flat is the one that has three flats in it. Those three flats are B flat, E flat, A flat, because if you think the order of sharps backwards, that's the answer we get. So this is basically the pattern for how we use the circle of fifths to tell us which notes are diatonic, meaning they fit naturally in the key of pretty much all of our major and minor scales. That's it for this episode. Make sure to follow on Spotify and social media at Errol Oz Music. That's E-R-O-L-O-Z Music. Thanks for listening. Cheers.